Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the eight-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous Passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bowhunter Planet podcast. And today we have with us Dave Thomas from Bowhunter Planet, Michael Van Team from the Bowhunter Planet Ambassadors, and myself, James Noteboom. And today we're going to talk a little bit about broadheads, a little bit about what we've shot, what we like, what we've seen, what we think works, things of that nature. So I will go ahead and I'll start with Mike. Tell us a little bit about your broadhead experiences. Oh man, well, I would say I'm probably a really big uh, rage guy. Um, I've shot both of my crossbows and my compounds that I've shot. Um, just have had nothing but success with them. Um, no failure to deploy or anything like that. Um, haven't really shot a whole lot of fixed broadheads, but when I have, it's been the Ramcats, and those are excellent. I yep. think those are two of my favorite broadheads out on the market now. Yes, sir. That's what we shoot a lot of is a Ramcat. And I'd say that the uh, I'd say that the Rage. Yeah. See, I like Rage. I just one time I had a a rubber band. It was the older style, and rubber band broke, and I lost oh, yeah. because of it so <laughs> i <laughs> i threw a temper tantrum and vowed <laughs> i'm not i'm not surprised but you know i'd definitely try him again you seem it's to throw a lot of temper easier. tantrums i don't throw many temper tantrums <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> interesting i think you got the wrong guy <laughs> I got a video to prove it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was oh, a pretty Mike. good video. Mike, did you see that video? Which one? The one when, it, when I didn't know Dave was taping me in the winter, and I shot that deer and all that. Maverick, dark Maverick. Yeah. Oh, I may have video. seen that one. Yeah, yeah I may have seen that one, actually. <laughs> Dude, those things locked up, man. I've never seen it like that. Those arrows hit that thing, and they were not coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I've thrown timber tantrums. Yeah, but check. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> to do list. So I'll tell so, you. Broadheads. 
Yeah, I'll go now. I'll go now. Oh God, so here we go. Let's see here. Uh, Your favorite I'm... was Raven. No, Raven, <laughs> right? Uh, well, the whole Raven thing was all about like a broadhead that was close to Rage, that yeah. was kind of similar to it, and that's why that was mm-hmm. popular. And Ron Reslow is the blame on this one because he, I, I sent Raven called us and they're like, we really want to get more exposure and we want you guys to use our head. So I said, well, we'll we'll consider it. Give me a couple test packs to give to Ron to let, he'll let me know what he thinks. So he goes out, shoots 40 yards, hitting dead center, and he calls me and says, it's a go. I'm, I like these. Let's get some to test. So the next thing you know, I got guys shooting deer and the, you know, broadheads hitting a rib and deflecting straight out the brisket. And <laughs> oh. he's got deer. We got animals getting hit and it's just not impacting. Uh, it, it's just really bad. So we stopped using the Raven. And, um, you know, hopefully other people have more luck with it. I mean, we didn't. Yeah, I mean, about, we had. It was about 50 50 for but, me. The, the guys you know. that I would let use it either loved it or that happened, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turned out to be bad. It was nothing like a rage, and uh, unfortunately, well, they're gone now. I don't even think they're around. But uh, anyway, for me, I, I I like the rage. I definitely shoot a rage, no problem. I kind of I know a rage works, so for me, it's like I don't need mm-hmm. to shoot it anymore. I, I'm more of a testing kind of person. So once I know the rage is good to go, and if I was out there just to hunt, I'd probably use a rage. Uh, but I try to learn a lot. So if I'm using, uh, in most cases, I've used a Ramcat, and it's definitely deep penetrating. Mm-hmm. No issues. If I'm going fixed blade, ninety percent of the time it's a Ramcat. But this year, Ramcat launched the Savage, which is a mechanical. So I'm actually kind of excited. It's an over the top style, um, but I am pumped to try to shoot a deer with that come uh, fall. I was thinking that'd be the one I go to. Nice. To. And uh, that's the main one I've been looking at. Now, also, I will say the the um, the Dead Ringer. So we've been we've hooked up a Dead Ringer this year, and uh, I'm I'm really excited to play around with theirs too. And they got some massive broadheads, yeah. and I don't want to drop names for them because, uh, according to Chris in the, <laughs> they're gonna switch the podcast, <laughs> all the names have been switched. So I have no idea what's called what, but things like the trauma are what I was kind of hoping to start shooting. But uh, I, I I tend to try to like you know if I'm going out and I'm gonna shoot a doe or I'm going out to shoot the first deer I see for meat and stuff. I don't usually have an issue taking something new. Yeah. If I'm going out, I'm specifically mm-hmm. hunting a specific buck. The odds are I might take a Rage or a um, or a Ramcat specific because I know I, I'm not worried about using them. You know, um, and the Rage just gives you that huge hit and it gives you a lot of body to shoot for. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Same with me. I'll probably use the Ramcat or the whatever Dead Ringers good for uh, smoking a deer. Obviously, we can't give you the name at this point. But uh, a lot of yeah. stuff I've used in the past, I what did I used to use? Obviously, the Muzzy was where I first started with when I had aluminum uh, arrows and all that. I think a three or four blade. I can't remember. And then you know, one I really liked was Executioner. Those are I've heard good monsters. things about those. Yes. Uh, I've heard really good reviews shot about those a turkey ones. with it, almost cut it in half. <laughs> <laughs> they're so sharp that's the thing uh yeah they uh you know the execution is a great head man i i, I wish they're a little bigger they're kind of a company that's small and, and they're and they, they they look big but they, they are pretty small i mean they don't they're not huge and uh that's mainly always the issue is trying yeah. to get away to um you know get big enough to where everybody recognizes you and as a company mm-hmm. um you know it's but it's definitely a good head I actually kind of forgot about that one. That's definitely a good head in there. Yeah. I 
whatever. But, you know, I'll tell you what I haven't shot in a while is, like, muzzies or naps. I haven't used any of those in a long time, man. Yeah, I used naps not too long ago. How'd that go? I, I liked them. I mean, I used the same. It was just like the Rage, um, the nap kill zone. So it was yep. just... It was. It worked pretty much just as well, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Big, big wound channels, big blood loss, big blood trail. So I had no complaints on that one. But yeah, I'm excited. Like... This year I'm going to use the Grim Reaper hybrid broadhead. Ooh. I was at the store, and uh, it's fixed and mechanical, so it's got two blades of each. So I thought that was kind of cool. Wow. So we'll see how that works out. Grim. I, you know, Grim Reaper is a company that... Uh, uh, you know, when they first were around, uh, they were having some massive blood trails with their hits. And uh, yeah. I think where they went wrong, to be honest, the Grim Reaper was a great company, but they always had the wrong marketing team in place. And it really messed mm-hmm. them up, in my opinion, over the years. Uh, they never did the right stuff. They always, in my opinion, did the wrong things. And even to, to, even to today, you still don't hear about Grim Reaper. That's how bad their marketing is. Yeah, you, still you, don't hear, you really no don't. Talks about, they don't know what they're doing. I mean, it's that no. plain and simple. In fact, I need to give them a call. They they need help. <laughs> they need massive help. I, I actually uh, messaged them today. So, <laughs> oh good. Well, they probably won't get it. Yeah. See, they're not in touch with internet. They're lost. They're lost, man. They they you know. And I used to know the guy, the one of the owners, and he. The problem was they take they take their. The part of the industry issues is that people are buddy buddy, and that's okay to mm-hmm. an extent. Okay, I don't want to say it's not okay. It is okay to an extent, but you got to put the business first. So if the Absolutely. business if the business is faulting because you're taking you're listening to this dude that only pitches TV and magazine, well, obviously if Sika and Matthews and Botech and all these brands are doing internet, there's something going on there, right? I mean, you got to be smart and cognitive. What's going on? And Grim Reaper is one of those companies that is not. They are not uh, in the right realm. And I know who used to do the marketing, and the guy was horrible. He All the brands he did are, like, never made anything because they, they just gave him all their money, and he put in his yeah. buddies, you know? I mean, you <laughs> really don't see advertisements for him, like, now that you mention it. Like, I can't no. remember the last time I was even in a hunting magazine, anything. You really I see saw, I, I think I did see the old commercial recently on, the, like, the Outdoor Channel or something with the Grim Reaper guy. Yeah, but that's, that's TV. It, no yeah. one who watches TV that I much. Yeah. I don't know anybody. Uh, you're the only one I know, no, but I mean, yours is really just research. You're just going yeah. on to see what's going on or who's doing TV. There's a few that I like relig- religiously will watch every once in a while just to see what they're doing, like Heartland mm-hmm. Bull Hunter and all that. And I watch, Uncle, and I watch Uncle Ted just because he's Uncle Ted. And he, yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> he's, he's fun to watch. His show's been the same for like 30 years. He doesn't change it, and it's awesome. He doesn't need to. I mean, no, he doesn't care. No. No, that's that's the thing I love about him is that he's a rock star. So for him, this is just a side thing, even though I'm sure it makes up a lot of his money today. But it's kind of a side thing now, right? It's To him, it's like, you know what? Yep. I'm a rock star. I'm going to do a hunting show. If you want to pay me 40 50 100 grand to sponsor it, go ahead. And that's what it works. Yep. You know, he just... He does his show. He gets it. He doesn't do anything. He just hunts. And they, they, there's a production company that films him, does all the stuff with him, does all the editing. He don't do any of that. You know, it's simple. So I don't blame him. It's a perfect scenario. And uh, I, I would love to talk to him on the podcast, oh, to be yeah. honest. So I'm curious. A lot of things I have questions That'd be about awesome. that. Yeah. It's just <laughs> a lot of things in regard to the ranches. I mean, he owns two different ranches. And I mean, the upkeep alone of those things is expensive. I mean, yeah. you go out oh, there, yeah. and shoot what he shoots, think about that. Oh. He shoots every day. He shoots a deer every day. Yeah, so literally. At least one. And sometimes he sits there and shoots two or three. And so if you factor, let's just say one, 365 days a year, 
that's 365 deer he's shooting on his internal ranch that's fenced. So that means that 365 deer are dead each year to film that show, right? So, I mean, you got to pay. There's money. It's, it's cost, you know. There's, there is a cost to it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he he's a – and he was shooting uh, Magnus Broadheads for a long time. They were a big sponsor of his, um, and he loved that tips that you could resharpen. I remember that. Yeah. And uh, I think he's shooting Muzzy now, or I forgot what he's shooting now. Uh, I think he is shooting that. Either that or G5 for some reason, I'm thinking. But I think it's Muzzy. (laughs) I'll look it up. I I can't remember. Spear of the Wild. Yeah, he has a lot of... uh, I would say I would say Ted Nugent has a lot of power. Hello. Oh. My name is Thomas Cornfield, and I'm a permanently 100 percent disabled. Is that my mine? Yeah, <laughs> not me. Whoa, that was mine. Holy cow! What was now that I'm gonna have to edit this thing. No, you don't. You leave it in there. <laughs> so Ted Nugent. he what? uses Muzzy. You were right. I just looked it up. Is it? Oh, man, yep, Muzzy. Can't get to yep. it um, so Muzzy, what else do you use in there? Is he has other brands? Um. Right now, it's just showing Muzzy on what I got it results on. Let's see here. Matthews. Hunter, Shemaine. All right, here we go. Sunrise Safaris. Oh, yeah. I would love to do this, Sunrise Safaris in Michigan. Yeah. Oh, over in Jackson? You can hunt with them, though. It's it's a lot. It's like 1500 bucks, but, I mean, that's like, seriously, think about That'd that. That'd be pretty it's awesome. Once in a That'd lifetime, you'd be able to hunt with Ted Nugent. I mean, he's not going to live forever. You know what I mean? No. Like, and although it's expensive, it's, I don't know, it just seems like it'd be sweet. Here's Pork Slam. Everyone's sold out except for one spot left, and they just added it. Seventeen fifty oh. per hunter. Get out. Oh, better do it. Man. <laughs> I better do it. Well, he's yeah, coming to Freedom Hill here in Michigan. Yeah. That's two miles from our, our studio. He's coming here. It's nice. unbelievable. I know. I tried to get him to come, but they said he can't. Oh, wow. it'd be so awesome, man! Have him come. That would have been really cool. Uh, but who knows? You never know in the future. Yeah. And he is from Michigan. He comes back here a lot, right? So it's not like uh, couldn't do it during the season. But then again, for him, he's probably like, "Who cares?" You know, if I'm at the NRA, no point in uh, wasting his time with me. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, wasn't he using Schwacker broadheads or whatever too? No, I don't think it's no, Schwacker. I, thought... I was thinking Bloods. Blood. I was thinking Blood. Uh, that one we were talking about earlier. Uh, for Chris Cobbett, I was thinking that one. Hmm. What was that one called? Is it a? Dang, I don't think it was Swacker because Swacker is part of the uh, the Parker family stuff. Okay. Uh, I don't. I'm pretty sure. How can I not find this? How can this not pop up? Mm-hmm. This has got to pop up. Sunrise pops up. Oh, you know what? I know why. Tennessee Hines Spirit of the Wild show that's the key of the word the key word <laughs> outdoor channel see outdoor channel doesn't show the uh what was that noise jay bumping in hello no i didn't hello? Hear oh he's got dead no. ringer on here dead, dead ringer that's the one dead, 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 dead ringer okay that's dead ringer gold tip matthews morel mossy that's the new one see i knew dead ringer came in somebody changed from muzzy that's why I said that. I knew someone came in recently. Hey, did you guys know he uses Ted Nugent ammo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did know. Newsflash. 
Newsflash, did you also know that Kid Rock has his own beer and his own uh, grill? Bad blank grill. Apparently he's running for Senate in Michigan, yeah. too, now. I just read. Get out of here. The beer is not. swear, I just saw it on Facebook. What? What the heck? I just feel like you just got, I don't know. I just, politics ain't for me. I don't see the. <laughs> now the rock, I just don't see they're, the. They're trying to get the rock to run for president. <laughs> yeah, in 2020, I saw that. I mean, this stuff, dude. I mean, every day. I mean, everybody's just so like angry with politics. It's so it's so funny to me. I'm like, dude, calm down. It's a political process. I mean, I'm yeah. sorry. It just that's the way it is. I understand there's there's things to be mad about if you're mad about, but that's fine. Take it up in the system. Don't be. I don't know. I still. I just feel like it's like out of control. Like you go on CNN, it's unbelievable. Like I mean, yeah. it's just constantly bashing our president of the United States of America. It's unreal. To yeah. Me. I just, I, understand. I just stopped watching the news entirely I, for the most I, part because I've of never it. seen anything like it. I have to agree. It's a witch hunt. I mean, how can yeah. how in the world are you going to report on all these things constantly? They're small. I don't know. I just feel like we have a lot more important things to worry about yeah. than yeah. tree. Uh, they're calling treason and stuff. I mean, come on. This is getting ridiculous. Like, I, yeah. I'm not saying I'm for or pro or anything like that. I'm just saying. You know what? Like, we need to focus on problems instead of all this baloney. I don't know what they're trying to do here. Like, I don't know what, you know, this doesn't look good. It looks pathetic and it looks really embarrassing, in my opinion. But I can't <laughs> believe they're okay with posting stuff like that. It's just unreal. Uh, you know. It's terrible. Anyways, back to hunting. Yeah. yeah. No stupid, boring politics. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, there was an article in the uh, Detroit News, I think, or USA Today. I think it was USA Today, but it was from Detroit News or Free Press. But the article um, had to do with the overpopulation of bears in Michigan right now. And that's causing an issue. And oh, wow. they're trying to let people kill more bears next year. I guess all the honey bee farmers are losing tons of hives of bees to the uh, bears. Because really? Because of an overpopulation. So they're wiping out... Um, the honey, uh, the people who make the honey, you know, make money making honey for a living. So they're messing yeah. up their uh, herds. I don't know what you call them, beehives, I guess. Um, yeah. So the issue is they come in, these bears, and you know how bears are. I mean, they, they tear mm-hmm. through everything. It's not like they oh, just yeah. go and lick it, you know. They, they break <laughs> everything. They break the boxes. They eat the bees and the honey, They you know. So um, anyway, this so this big article is in there. I did actually email the uh, guy who wrote it to see if he'd join us on the podcast to discuss it because I think it's a really good conversation. Mm-hmm. One of the things that was said, though, inside this um, – one of the things that was said in the article that I kind of took offense to was um, one of the beehive keepers was talking about he has 150 beehives around the state, around the area. It's impossible to fence every single one. It's too expensive, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of his responses um, – was that you know it, it, he he made the comment that you know it forces the average citizen to become a criminal and what his words were in there was uh, shoot shovel whatever the word term is three s's uh, oh yes, shoot shovel and shut up yeah, yeah. exactly that one and <laughs> I, I I really I really did take offense to it because I felt like you know what man you are a criminal if you do that okay yeah. that's number one so don't say it makes the average person become a criminal that bear that bear was here before you I'm sorry. You know, like people make it out like, oh, you know, we let these, we, we're just letting these bears come and do all this and not killing them and da da da. It's like, wait a minute, you know, same with coyotes. They're, na- they're uh-huh. natural. They're supposed to be here. 
Like, and yes, I understand you have an issue and with this honey thing, you need to take it up with your your congressmen, your senators, or whatever. Like, that's how it works. It's a political capitalist process. So if you need to fence in and it's expensive and this is causing an issue, then you need to go to the state and ask for funding, you know, to fence these things in. Or you need to fix it yourself. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, what are you talking about? You, you shoot a bear because it's eating your honey when it's just trying to get food. It doesn't yeah, it just doesn't. It's, it's sense. natural food. <laughs> it loves honey. So. And you're going to tell me that you're going to in the paper, you're going to quote that you're going to do that. The three S's. And I'm just like, what the heck, man? Like these people like I get it. Don't get me wrong. It's a, you got to make a living. I get it. But like you got to have some respect for yourself and for animals. I mean, come on. Like you got to come up another way, you know. There's got to be another way. Fence them or whatever. Electric fences. I don't know. That's you have people, to. That's what people work were doing with up to the wolves too. That's what I'm saying. So and the wolves. Yes. Sack, so. So the wolves is an interesting topic, right? The wolves is a little bit different here. The wolves were extinct in the area. Okay. So everybody became used to not worrying about having mm-hmm. wolves to kill everything. So this is a different scenario. Bears have been there. They just the DNR is limited the amount of kill tags. So now they're increasing it because everybody's yelling that they need to kill up the bears and up the elks. Well, it's well, it's the bears has already happened, so they're doing that (laughs) this year coming up. And the the wolves, though, I I, I don't know, I don't agree with doing that. Number one, I'm not gonna say I do, I'm just saying I understand how people feel because now all of a sudden you have children in the backyard in the the upper peninsula, they have to worry about a wolf coming by and snagging your little one. They never mm-hmm. had to worry about that because you, as a state, decided to manually put these animals back in the habitat that weren't there. Absolutely. Uh, so I don't know about that one. That one is a little bit trickier. Yeah, the, yeah, the wolves is definitely tricky because I hunted up in the UP last year, and I got a six-pointer up there. But, I mean, everyone that I talked to up there, like, they were just complaining about the wolves. And I hunted on a farm, and the year before that I hunted on there, he had six confirmed kills, wolf kills, in the winter. Wow. Like, just in the winter alone. And then probably, he saw, like, probably six or seven fawns get taken out by coyotes and wolves that following spring. So they're they're, they're definitely out of control up there. Yeah, See, and I think... Uh, Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I know Kevin was hunting in the UP about uh, five years ago, and he was they were gun hunting. It was wintertime. And uh, he was sitting there... And uh, this um, pack of wolves walked right through his set, and he he didn't know us oh. at first. He didn't even notice them at first. He just mm-hmm. he just happened. He looked up, didn't see anything. Looked down for about, you know, I don't know, it was like 10, 15 seconds. He's looking down. He looked back up, and there was like six of them walking through his set. Like they didn't see him, but they they're walking right through it. Ended up going to his other guy that was hunting with him and passed him and gone. Uh, but basically, in his area, they pushed all the deer out. The, the wolf packs have pushed all the deer. Mm-hmm. So you go hunt with him in the UP, it's really pretty much pointless to go there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, and you just don't see. The only thing that's there is the bears, but that's yep. about it. And the deer are in the southern and probably more in the western southern area, I think, than the central. Yo, I just read a story today. Some jackass shot a bald eagle and then ran it over with his four-wheeler. Are you serious? Yeah, I guess Why? it kept it kept taking fish out of his pond. Where was this at? Oh, uh, good. Remember, I have fun saw, in prison. Uh, yeah, have fun in prison with the soap. Dude, it's a year up to a year in prison. And oh yeah, hundred thousand. You done, oh, son? God, you done? You can your pond's gone, or you're not gonna be enjoying Stupid. it no more. Stupid. 
So did you guys? People just uh, aren't logical. Do you hear about the? Uh, did you see the article the other day of uh, the whole uh, like mountain lion thing? Yeah, Cougars, yeah, I did. Like in the lower. Yep. I saw that. Uh, I saw that the other day. I thought that was pretty it's interesting. Crazy. Yeah, that's a little creepy, you know. I mean, yeah. something like that where it can actually take you out. You don't think of it that way, you know. But you know, I know a lot yeah. of our Western hunter brothers here and there, and women. Uh, they're used to that kind of stuff. They're used to hunting where there's mountain lions, so they kind of have a feel or you know of what to do or you know how they put their packs on around their neck and just different things they do that we don't do in Michigan and, and yeah. Us, but now knowing that it's kind of creepy. How do you guys think it got there? You guys think it crawled from like what? Like I know they go big distances. Yeah, you think and it's Wisconsin uh, through the UP. I'm thinking the UP because I remember reading an article. I don't know how long ago it was now. But, like, the DNR, you know, said, oh, they're pretty much extinct. There's probably just, like, a handful of them. Like, we don't think that there's enough population to reproduce. And then a hunter up in the UP was, like, submitted his trail cam photo to uh, the DNR. And it showed, you know, a mama and three little cubs behind her. So, I mean, I, I think that they've been around. I just don't think that. I think they're just so good at hiding a lot of the times. And it's so dense up there, especially in the UP. You just don't have the foot traffic so it's i think they're up there but in the lower i don't know i don't know how he would have gotten down there i think uh you know me and jamie were up at the in the up a few i don't know it's like two years ago now or three years now but we were riding on my machine we were or my utv we were going from his lake house little lake house they got to a cabin Mm -hmm. and his cabin we're riding and all of a sudden out of nowhere this wolf runs across the road huge wolf and (laughs) uh but i remember thinking when it ran across, I barely saw because it, it happened real fast, you know. But then when it ran in the woods, we stopped where it ran in, and it was so dense that you couldn't even see past one foot into it, into that jungle. And yeah. I thought my my thought to myself like anything could live in here. How yeah. would the DNR ever know a yeah. real number? There's no way. Yeah, well, this they, is yeah, a massive no way. land. There's no way. No. You, you can't even see in there. You can't see through those canopies with drones or planes or helicopters. You can't see nothing. There's and no like way. you said, they hide so well. There's no way there could be hundreds of cougars up in there. They could just be coming at night and moving at night. You know, I mean, it's it's hard to tell. And you know, those wolves, though, you you're not going to see them. I mean, especially if they're scared of humans, you're not going to even. Yeah, glance. we you know, got if they into stay... a Bigfoot yet? That's up there. Those dogmen. <laughs> that's a big deal up there. Those guys even came up to search for him. Really? Yeah. And everybody in town is making a big joke joke of them because they flew into the little airport, I guess, up there. You're actually being serious. Oh, I'm dead serious. That oh, I thought you were messing wow. uh, Yeah, I thought, I thought, that, I, I thought you were joking. Hunters came up there. What? From were they show. going? <laughs> no. That guy always calls them Squatch, a big goofy guy. Oh, nice. Sounds like crazy. Uh, I bet they found crazy. one. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sure they found one. Their TV found one for sure for their ratings. Yeah. <laughs> that was just me drunk punching on a tree with a stick. <laughs> but the, that's what they do. They take the wood. I remember that I was younger. I watched this. I was watching. I used to always watch shows like, you know, Finding Bigfoot or whatever. And, and they tell yeah. stories of people's stories that were like, well, yeah. this guy was walking in Colorado. And I remember because it, it was so weird. I just remember he was walking a ridge, and he heard uh, this. Is what he says, right? He heard a thump on a tree, like a rock hitting a tree. And he he looked around. He heard it again, and then it and then it got louder, and it was something started yelling, screaming, and then he ran away scared. But 
I just remember thinking, like, what the heck? Are you kidding me right now, dude? It's probably some, like, kids. And, in fact, I'm the opposite. Like, see, that's the thing that's funny. Like, I don't get scared from things like that. I'd go investigate it. Like, I'd be like, what is that? I'm going to go check it out. You know, like, that's yeah. the difference, I think. In the woods, I'm not scared in the woods. Like, people are weird about that to me. Like, I'm only scared of people. I'm not scared of animals. Like, people creep me out. Like, you just don't know some dude staring at you in the woods or something, right? <laughs> that's kind of yeah, creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. Like, yeah. Well, one time, yeah. Speaking of that, like one time we were um, we were hunting this land on state land in the Thumb, oh, and uh, and and uh, Brian and I we drove there, and there's no cars there. There's nobody there. You know, we we hunted. No one's there. We left. Mm-hmm. We came back. We did. You know, and all of a sudden, this one time, this one night, we get oh, there. It's a night hunt. We get there early though, earlier than normal, and. This guy, this car pulls up, and this guy gets out all fully camel, doesn't say anything, and the, somebody drops him off. It's my point. And he walks into the same area we're going. And I'm like, okay, that's a little creepy, though, because I wasn't expecting that, right? I didn't see a car. Yeah. I just assumed nobody's in there with us. Now, all of a sudden, I'm like, that's kind of weird. There's somebody in here with us. You know what I mean? There's somebody <laughs> in here, like in the same area. He walked down the same trail, and he disappeared around the same area we go. I'm like, how, where's this dude hunting? You know, now I want to talk to him. Like, where are you hunting? Where are you sitting? Where, you know, like, how far yeah, are you? Yeah, just to know us? where he is. Yeah. Yeah, just it, for safety purposes, too, right? And I'm yeah, like, exactly. but we couldn't catch him. Like, he, like, purposely avoided us, which kind of creeped me out even more. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Brian, like, you keep your, keep your walkie-talkie on, man. You know, like, I don't know. So, I don't know. I State land creeps me out because of stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, good I old state land. I can't. I don't think I could ever uh, gun hunt on state land. I did when I was a kid, man. It was scary. I'm a no, shot. Yeah. I'm a shot of dude, man. I was like 14. Yeah. He came <laughs> through the bush, dude. I was by myself with a shotgun and sitting by a tree, and I was like, you know, I don't see anything. I'm getting ready. Got my beat up and everything. And this dude pops out. I'm like, oh my god. I mean, I mean, it, it doesn't even really even matter if it's state land or not. I mean, my dad's got 180 acres or whatever. It's still. This dude like oh, rolls in true. at seven o'clock in the morning when it's light on light out on opening day with a flashlight. I'm like, what? What are you doing? Yeah, that's why. But that's my point, right? Because I, I that's me. There was me at thirteen or fourteen years old, right? And how do I know there's not a fourteen year old out there with a gun like that right now? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be that guy who gets shot by the fourteen year old who makes a mistake, right? Um, it's just crazy. Yeah. Guy. I've had people with dogs. I don't know if you guys have ever had dogs during hunting season, but I've just had someone once. walk. Oh, just Bear like, the owner not not on a leash. Like I had a golden retriever like run right in front of oh, my yeah. blind. I got dogs. I was I like, you dogs kidding and cats me. And... Yeah, that's the worst. I saw a pit bull one time. I was so happy I was in my stand. I was like, oh my god, look at that thing. <laughs> it's so scary looking. <laughs> it's so fast too. It's just running. No one's around. I even see a person. It just ran through the middle of the state land. Like it was crazy. I don't even know where it went. It just ran right by me. I'm in the middle of nowhere, dude. When I'm hunting state land, I'm hunting like literally 1.5 miles in the state land, like in thick wood. There's no like houses. I'm like, what yeah. the? Heck? I mean, I would have been so scared if I was on the ground and came up to a pit bull. <laughs> Uh, Here's no a good story. This is a good story. So one time, Brian and I were uh, uh, in the same area of the state land, and uh, we were trying to find new areas to hunt. So we started searching the state land. This is before GPS satellites, before Google Maps. This okay. is before you know the, the GPSs and stuff. This is like basically 96, 97, somewhere in there. But anyway, so we're walking, right? 
and uh, we're walking for a while. We find these runs and these little trails, these offshoots, and we're lost now at this point. We're like, okay, um, don't know how to get back. Don't know where we're at. So we're walking. We come up to this edge of this field, and we and, the, and there's a house, and we're like, oh, thank you, God, you know. There's this house, and we come up to the backyard, right? And this is like in, you're talking in the middle of nowhere here. Plus, we're like in this like Hickville kind of place. You know what I mean? Oh, like, boy. so we come up to the edge of this woods, and there's a kid. There's these kids on a trampoline, and they run. They they see us. They run into the house and tell their parents. Well, the the parents open the door and they let out this pit bull. Oh and god! This thing comes all the way up to us from like seventy yards out. Like, I mean, their house is far up at the front of the property, so. He comes all the way up. It comes up. It stops 10 yards in front of me, and it's growling. It's just staring at me. And I'm trying to wave to the people. Like, you know, we're not, like, you know, trying to – we're just trying to get out of here, you know. And uh, so, anyway, <laughs> this is so funny. So, I, I, I'm like, all right. I'm like, right. And Brian was behind me. He was, like, 10 yards behind me standing. He's like, dude, don't move, man. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, it's locked on me, right? So, here's what I do. <laughs> this is so funny. I start backing up real slow, just real slow, like, very nonchalant. I'm like, Brian, I'm like, this thing's on me, dude. It's on me. <laughs> I get to him. I get to him and I tap him. I go, I'm going to make a run for it. He goes, don't you dare. Don't you dare. And I run and he's stuck now and it's on him. <laughs> and I was gone, dude. I was like, that's not, so a mad night. that's not a good still story. Mad at me. He's still mad at me today for that situation. And then he backed out and got out. And on the way out, man, he was so mad. And we had to go back to the woods and find another way out because we were like, didn't know what to do. We couldn't go past the dog to get out. And uh, we had to find another way. We had to, It was horrible. Hours out there, man. Well, you did that to oh. me with a skunk, too, now that I remember correctly. <laughs> oh. Skunk. You almost got At Kevin's, you almost got me sprayed. No, I saw those wife skunks. Got you sprayed. And you just ran. And they all went to their tail. Oh yeah, I don't mess around, man. I, I'm, I'm, you know, what they do that. It's a fight or flight. I flight all the time. I'm out. <laughs> Clean run. Just go for it. I'm not, I'm not messing around. I'm not gonna hurt this pretty face. I'm just out of there. Don't spray me ass in my face. I'm not manly enough for that. <sighs> don't need that. Yeah, nothing no, like a dog in the woods, man. It's scary. Mm-hmm. Especially when you don't know. It's not a little beagle. Yeah, it's not a little basset hound running around. You're like, oh, oh man, it's going to be bad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, me and Opum, so last year we were um, out spot, we were scouting our area with this land we got. And uh, I look over. I don't know, no, no, we were turkey hunting. And I, we were getting ready or something was happening. We are going out, and I look over, and there's this guy and his girl walking through an Opum set. <laughs> 300 acres of private land yeah. walking right through our set. I'm like, are you kidding me? He runs over there, yells at this dude. Oh my god! It's so funny. Like the funny how because I shot that turkey later, about two hours later. What? Oh, Wait, I forgot it was the same day. Yeah. I'm like, I almost went in. I'm <laughs> like, oh, I'm not gonna see nothing now. But that's so funny. Yeah, I would say honestly, though. I mean, I, I guess, hey, Mike, what's your hunting ethic when you hunt? Are you do you get discouraged quickly? Do you go in early? Do you? I mean, oh how do man, you... it, I guess it all depends on like how how it's been going i mean there's there's been times where like i'll sit there like all day like all day like just take a little snack with me and i'll be out there all day long trying to fill my tag there's you know times to where i'm like okay you know i'll go in for a couple hours and come out you know morning and night but for the most part i don't really get discouraged i do have one friend and i will not name him but he'll know who he is who 
if he doesn't see a deer within like the first 30 minutes or like the first day that we're hunting, he's like, oh, there's no deer up here. There's no deer. I'm, I haven't seen anything. There's no deer up here. I should just go home. I'm like, yeah. man, it's like you need to just <laughs> calm down and be patient. <laughs> so. That's funny. That's hilarious because there's somebody on this podcast right now who's just like that. Yeah. Really? It's not me. No. <laughs> it's Ron. <laughs> You're, dude, you and Ryan are the worst two I've ever seen in my life. He didn't All see, see, he didn't see a deer that whole time. Whining. Whining. Oh, this is stupid. I'm cold. I'm going in. I'm getting coffee. Uh, I'm like, what are you guys doing? Just shut up and hunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just now, shut your mouth. Now, and... listen, Mike. This comes from the guy that's watching <laughs> Netflix in the tree stand. True. That's true. <laughs> what? I have, yeah. I have watched Netflix. You had a 140 stand. walk oh, by on, him. <laughs> yes, I did. That happened to me. I, I admit it. Want? I admit oh it. my god! It was bad. It was bad. I so was I get, very. I very get bored. I'll well, one forty in Michigan too, man. Yes, oh. I know. Oh. I was standing too. To make it even worse, I was standing. <laughs> like I, all I had to do was turn to shoot. And I was standing there, look at watching. How you know what I was watching was some stupid show on Netflix. Standing there, it's like four o'clock, and I wasn't thinking much of like hunting because I was like, we just got out there like three thirty, and I didn't think of anything. I was just like, oh, I'm just gonna burn a little bit of time here, and the next thing you know. I hear this noise and I look over and there's a, uh, a four point and like a 140 class buck running past me to my right, <laughs> right behind me, like 20 yard shot. They ran right by me, but they didn't stop uh, right already. And then I look yeah. behind me after that and I saw a coyote cross the field, like huge coyote. So he bumped them from across the field. They must have ran all the way across the field because I wasn't paying attention. I, if I would have seen him running, I would have been ready. Think about that, right? If I was, if I yeah. just happened to look out in that field, see him running across to my end, I could have turned around, got ready. Then they would have ran right in front of me. <laughs> ah. I'm like, what? Are you? <laughs> so then after that, I was really. Then I was like, yeah, I got excited though. So it actually helped me because I was all pumped. So I'm like, dude, there's a big buck running around out here. And then Bauer saw a bigger one, like a big one too, like the next day or something. So we were really excited. And then we didn't get nothing, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's about it. All right. Well, we've uh, we've probably taken this topic to task i think we've run out of about 17 topics i think we lost broadheads yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, yeah we got we got off broadheads real quick it was a pretty good con- discussion i think to the next time yep <laughs> so right, we'll uh, see you guys yeah thanks everyone for joining us and we'll see you next time Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. Experience the power of 5G with T-Mobile. With faster 5G speeds nationwide, you can upload your favorite videos super fast or game on the go. Plus, T-Mobile has more 5G bars in more places, so you can stay connected to what matters most from almost anywhere. Switch to T-Mobile today, the leader in 5G. T-Mobile has America's largest 5G network, fastest based on median overall combined 5G speeds according to analysis by Ookla of Speed Test Intelligence Data 5G Speeds for Q4 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now, Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the eight-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like... 
well, Hondas. New models are arriving right now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today.